welcome to the Fit Pro Business Podcast, where you'll receive sales, marketing, and business building tips from industry leaders that will help you take your business to the next level. Head over to fitprobusiness.com to receive your free 30-minute business breakthrough session. Now, here's your host, the In the Trenches fitness business owner, Andy Salazar. What is up, Fit Pros? I want to welcome you to another episode of the Fit Pro Business Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a brand new series where I'm going to be interviewing in the trenches fitness business owners, and we're going to be learning about their start in the fitness industry, their successes and their struggles with their business, as well as what keeps them motivated. So if you're wanting to move your business forward faster and learn from business owners that are currently doing it, then stay tuned in. Today, I have the great luxury of interviewing Tyler Guzzo of Tyler Guzzo Fitness Systems. Welcome to the show, Tyler. Thank you for having me, my friend. It's, it's an honor. So how did you get started in the fitness industry? Um, well, to be honest with you, it's kind of, a, kind of a long backstory, but essentially I was in physical therapy first. I worked in physical therapy and I did that for not really that long. I got my personal training certificate just to build my resume. Mm-hmm. And then as I was working in physical therapy and had a couple of clients on the side, I was just like, man, you know, I really, I kind of like this better because I was a physical therapist assistant. I wasn't a physical therapist. So Mm -hmm. it was like, I always knew in the back of my mind, I was going to have a boss. There might be some contingencies. And although I had some awesome physical therapists that I work with, ultimately, if I got somebody that was like, you know what, Tyler, you're going to have to do, you need to do this, this, and this, with this patient. That's what I was doing. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, man. Like that's, and call me stubborn or call me an entrepreneur, one of the (laughs) two, but like, I want to do what I want to do you know, I just want to kind of do things my way. And I knew that I was doing things with educated, you know, information. And so um, I'm like, man, you know, I have great PTs now, but what happens in the future if I don't, I kind of want to do my own thing. And I always wanted to do a business, just never really knew what it was going to be. And then I got in physical therapy and it just kind of formulated from there. And so um, what I would do, I'm actually from Iowa, as you can see Mm -hmm. this over here, I got my Iowa banner. So I'm from Iowa. And then uh, that's where I went to school at. And I moved down to South Florida uh, three years, actually three years ago, almost to the day today. And um, my buddy came down here to start a gym. Well, that didn't really work out. And he basically invited me down here on vacation to come like, you know, kind of help him run the business. Yeah. And so I came down and I loved it. I was like, this is amazing. This is phenomenal. Well, I basically made the decision to move down after I'd been training at like a gold's gym and doing therapy, on the, you know, up in um, the Midwest. And he told me, like, as I'm coming down, you know, it's not going to work out. You know, oh, wow. the gym thing isn't happening. I'm like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd already made the decision. That it was already in my head. Like, this is this is what I'm going to do. Right. So I moved down. And, um, you know, I'm down around Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. So um, I knew there's a ton of fitness people down here. And I knew that, you know, it was a big thing. And everyone wants to stay in shape. And everyone's trying to look good in the sun. And, you know. Yeah clothes are optional sometimes in some areas. So it's like, okay, this is a better place and better off here than staying in the Midwest trying to build a fitness business. So I got a job at a outpatient clinic and I was working outpatient. And then what I did is I had like one old lady, one old lady that I trained in the morning. So I train her in the morning and then I go work my shift at the outpatient clinic as a physical Mm -hmm. therapist assistant. And um, this started in 2017 when I actually had my own business going when I started it. And I live in a big community full of apartments and it's around like a school or on a university. I'm like, man, you know, I got to get my name out there somehow. No one knows who I am. I don't know anybody but my roommate and he works third shift and I didn't want 
I didn't want the help. You know, I was like, yeah. I need to do this on my own. I need to figure it out. And I'm like, how can I get the name out there? And so kind of like we talked about before we hopped yeah. on yeah. here, you know, I was <laughs> doing guerrilla marketing tactics. I printed out some word processor uh, flyers and I'd pass them out in like grocery store parking lots. There's a Publix across the street. It's like, a, yeah, absolutely. you know, grocery store passing that out and trying to, you know, approaching people outside their cars and just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm like, God, this isn't working. You know, how am I going to get my name out there? So I went into the management of my apartment complexes and there's a big basketball court here. And um, I was like, you know, guys, I want to do something here for the residents and, you know, just people in the community. What do you guys think about doing like a, a, a group class here? And I kid you not, like, I can't even make this up, Andy. This guy who worked there was like, that's so funny. We actually just had a meeting yesterday, the day before I walked in there talking about how they wanted to get some sort of exercise class oh, wow. going for the community. Yeah. They had a guy who did Herbalife in there like before me and he stopped doing it. And he's like, you must've got our call. I'm like, I didn't get any call, but I'm here now. So <laughs> let's do it. And um, it just so happened that the manager, her dad is from Iowa. So like we connected like that. She's like, you have your certifications. And I was on my way to work anyways. I was on the way to, to my outpatient clinic yeah. job. Anyway, so I'm dressed, my khakis, my polo, and I had all my licenses in my hand, my insurance. I was like, there it is. And right there, she just said, let's just start. So I got a good deal with them. And from there, man, it just the boot camp was going. So I had the elderly lady in the morning, the boot camp at night. Yeah. And I just, from there, it just was a grind and trying all these little things. Right. And um, then eventually about a year and a half later, I quit my job at the physical therapy clinic and now I'm full-time. I've been doing full-time for about a year now, just working for myself. So it's been, it's been great. That's awesome. So right off the bat, you knew you had an entrepreneurial spirit that, you know, may basically be having somebody else outline a program for you or kind of outline what your job was, wasn't going to be for you. And so you transitioned and you took like action. Like I think a lot of times, when people are getting into the industry, they can be frozen with inaction because of uncertainty. But obviously, I mean, you moved out of your area, which is out of your network and you just, you know, you knew what you wanted and you, you stayed after it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, as you know, working with clients, analysis paralysis is the thing that holds people back. Right. There's so much information out there. There's so much, I mean, this goes with starting a business and weight loss. I mean, a lot of things with the internet, there's so much information. It's like, well, I don't know what's left and what's right. And I found that the best way to do it is to find like one or two sources that you trust and follow that. Yep. And on top of that is just take action, like insane amounts of action. I mean, like <laughs> so much action that, you know, even if going around in grocery store parking lots, handing out flyers is, is kind of a ridiculous thing. It makes for a funny story now. And, you know, I know for <laughs> right. a fact, I always told myself, is if you do it, you know, for a fact, it didn't work out. Like if on my deathbed, I said, you know what, you know, I should have tried that, that training thing. Well, even if it didn't work out, say I tried it, man, I gave right. it a good go. And that's the same thing with any tactic, anything, you know, should I get business cards? I don't know. Get them. See what happens. You know, yeah. should I get shirts? I don't know. Try it. See what happens. And that's how you get the best experience. And if you don't try it, you'll just never know for sure because it might work for somebody it might not work for you or it might right. not work for somebody, but it might work for you based on your personality, your skills, your tactics, whatever. Right. And imperfect action ultimately is better than no action at all. 100%. And I think too, I talk about this a lot in a lot of my episodes is when you're being proactive in your business and you're actively seeking leads and new business, getting out into the community, doing things maybe that are off the wall or not what a current marketing pro would be doing. 
you're still being proactive in your business and it creates what is a call I call a ripple effect. And you right. start getting leads into your business that aren't even from the actions that you have actually been doing, like handing out flyers or what have you, but you right. start getting leads from other areas, maybe your website, referral, I mean, phone calls, just it creates this ripple effect in your business because you're putting out that you're trying to build business and you're, and you're being proactive in seeking new business. Right. Yeah. And I think along, along with what you just said, you don't come off as so desperate, right? Because you know that you're like, you're reaching out in all these different areas. So it's one of those things where if you're only going to one market, you really need that one person or whoever it is to come into your business because you really like this, this is my bread and butter. Whereas right. if you know you're putting in different areas, you're like, okay, well, it's fine. If I don't get anything here, then maybe somebody from my website will show up or maybe yeah, exactly. a flyer that I handed out or whatever, you know, and, and it gives you peace of mind. And it also shows in your actions that you are not just some really desperate trainer trying to get a client, you know, right. that you don't have any clients or anything. It's a multiple marketing avenues. I, I, I use the analogy of fishing. You know, if you're only having one pole in the water, you're only going to catch one fish at a time. But if you have several poles in the water, you're going to catch lots of fish. It's the same with marketing. If you have different marketing buckets where you can generate leads for your business, the more that you can manage, the better. Right, right. So what are some of the things that you learned from doing the physical therapy assistant that you um, were able to take from there and transition into your own business? And how has that helped with your success? Or even maybe didn't what you, I think you can learn from um, things that they did well or things that you didn't like. So what kind of molded you to kind of where you are with your training business and like, what did you take from there? You mean like from a business standpoint or like a practice standpoint? Um, business and practical. I would say, um, to be honest, from, from, a, from, a, from a practical standpoint, from, from in practice, treating the person, right? So not just looking yeah. at one, not just looking at this is like, this is a weight loss client. This is a, <clears throat> this is a, uh, a muscle gain client, whatever. I'm like, okay, this is Tom and he works at the accountant firm and he's got, you know, he's got X amount of hours that he can, you know, put towards training and so if I give him a three hour workout to do on his own, or I give him like some crazy meal plan that he can't eat at his work because, you know, his lunch, he works through his lunch sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, or he works 10 hours a day sometimes, then it's not going to work out. So yeah. treating the person as a whole, you know, because in right. physical therapy, it's one of those things where, okay, we are trying to get you to a point where you can do your job again right? You can do right. your daily, your ADL. So if you are a rotator cuff, you know, tear patient, right? You're recovering from rotator cuff tear, right? It's more important that you can reach up and grab dishes out, right? From the, from right. the cupboard. So we're going to practice this motion. We're going to practice, we're going to try and build the muscles in this area. Same thing with weight loss and muscle gain, not necessarily in that same kind of, you know, manner, right. but as far as like, we're fitting it to their lifestyle. So you got to fit I think a lot of trainers are like, you're going to come in, you're going to do my style of training, you're going to do this, you know, fit in my box. And, you know, that might work for some people, but I found the best way to do it is like, you're a person, you know, there's so much I'm going to give you, right? I can give you so much leeway before you have to kind of give me some back too. But you also have to be working in their realm. You have to work in their world and understand where they're coming from, not just see them as do X, Y, and Z. Say, okay, do X, Y, you know, we can cut out Z because it doesn't fit your lifestyle but you're going to have to work with me on this. And then in that way, they see that you're working with them and they understand that, okay, you know about my kids, you know about my dog, you know about yeah. my aspirations, my goals are like, this guy 
is not just in it for, you know, a testimonial, some money and this, he's about my whole life. He wants me to improve my life. And that's, you know, I think that's, you know, ultimately why we all get into it. Sometimes it's just easy to get caught up in that. Just, you know, this work for this client, it's going to work for everybody. Well, that's not necessarily the case, you know? Um, And from a business perspective, I would say, I would say basically the good thing was I didn't work for like a franchise or work for actually the the owner of the company. She was actually a PT and I have just insane respect for her. She's phenomenal. Like um, just the work that she put in and everything. Um, A a couple of things I learned from her. Number one was, you know, a, a PT called in or couldn't make it, or we had too many clients for our, or too many patients for our PTs. She hopped in, she rolled the sleeves and she got it going. Didn't matter what was going on. She got in there. And I was like, I respect that because I know that she has got a million things going on. Right. There was a couple of times I felt bad, but I, you know, she'd be like, can you stay late? And I have my boot camp, and I was like, I just can't do it. But she completely understood and she would take over. Even though she has a life, she runs the business. She's making far less money treating this patient than she is (laughs) making her big decisions in her office. I was like, I respect that. And number two is the patient she had. We would ask her some ridiculous questions that she's probably answered a million times and she just take a breath. I'm going to answer your question. And as trainers, we get that a lot from a lot of different, from our clients, you know, we might've sent them a meal plan. We might've sent them, you know, a whole list of foods to have. These are good foods for your proteins. These are good foods to have for your fats. Um, you know, this, this is your calories or your percentages or whatever. And they're like, what is it again? What is it? And you're just kind of like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I told you again. What it, well, yeah, right. What was that exercise? You mean the one that we always said? Okay. So I just learned patience because yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, we're all in that position. And if they come to us, if they're willing to pay someone money to help them exercise and essentially find a lot of information that's already out there, right. they're putting trust in us. They believe in us, but also too, they're, 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 they're frustrated. They're tired. They don't want to have to go through the rat race. So right. they're like, you know, they're, they're pretty fresh. Right. right. And so they, they come to us with expecting answers. And so it's important for us to be that guide for them. You know, kind of like I talked about before where you find one or two sources and you go with what they say, you don't go with yeah. every single source. Right. So, um, so that's kind of what I learned is that the patience being able to, to do what you talk about and roll up your sleeves and get in there. And then also just treating the person as a whole or working with the client as a whole rather than just, you know, weight loss or muscle gain or whatever. Yeah, I love that too that you're saying that because I've seen that a lot of times with trainers where, you know, we're in the training world where we get fired up about maybe a specific training style or a high intensity interval or strength. We get fired up about it because maybe we're putting ourselves through it and we're excited about it. But maybe our client who comes in is not going to have the same enthusiasm as we, we do to, towards that training style. So looking at them as a whole and seeing what's going to work best for them, what's going to resonate with them, what do, does your client actually want, not what you want as a trainer? Right. And help them get to their goals. Right. And along with what you just said, that was a bit, one of the biggest learning curves that I had was why aren't people doing the exercise? Like why are, why are they missing sessions, you know, or like for boot camps, you know, especially. And I'm like, what the heck? You know, I love this stuff. You know, this is, this is my, this is my thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're so enthusiastic about it, but that's not everybody, you know, that's like, if you wanted me to go play the guitar, you know, I, I wouldn't be that enthusiastic <laughs> about it either. I don't really don't want to play the guitar. You yeah. know, it, it's a good skill to have, although this is their health, but you know, it's similar in the sense that it's just not my thing, you know? And so for me to be enthusiastic about it, you got to kind of mix up the guitar sessions. You got to kind of, you know, pizzazz it up a little bit right. and 
we as trainers, we are so far into fitness that it's our job now. You know, yeah. most of us started off as just liking fitness. Now we do it as a job. And so it's kind of hard for us to rewind back like, okay, this is where I was when I started too. It yeah. was difficult. I maybe didn't like sweating as much. Maybe I didn't understand these principles. So it was frustrating, confusing, go down the rabbit hole of like what initial beginners are thinking. And we forget that we were there too. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you. So now, now that you've been in business for quite some time, what has been like the biggest struggle for you in your business and how are you like, how have you worked towards overcoming it or whatever your projections to overcome it? I would say basically, you know, I think very similar to what a lot of people have said. I've, I've listened to a couple of podcasts and just finding, finding clients really, that was probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Finding people that trusted in, in what you're doing. And, um, you know, honestly, I wish I could give like a, an, a big breakthrough moment, but I think it's very, it's very similar to what we talked about earlier is just, just dipping into every yeah. pool of ways to reach people. You know, you, and on top of that, the biggest thing that I've seen, I guess the biggest thing that I have really no control over besides my own training is referrals. That's been the biggest thing, you know, people referring other people to me has been, yeah. you know, beats any sort of marketing, any sort of Instagram posts, Facebook posts, right. um, painting out flyers, you know, giving out cards, going to events. Um, you know, I, I said going to maybe a vitamin shop or like a GNC and setting up a table. That's probably been one of the things that I've done that a lot of trainers around here don't do. And that has been proven to work pretty well because, um, other people are vouching for you. Right. right. So it's easy for us to say, I'm great. But when someone else that they tr- they don't trust you, they don't know you, right? So when someone else that they know and trust tells you, this guy's great, it's like a referral. Oh, it's yeah. like a referral, but they've never trained with you. It's just the guy at the front desk saying, hey, we got Tyler, the trainer. He's standing right there. You know, you're buying all these weight loss products. Maybe he can help you with that. You know, maybe not saying all that, but basically saying, yeah, go talk to Tyler. He's great. And I had a couple, you know, for a while there, I'd go and I'd have people come talk to me and people would sign up because – yeah. Um, just because they got that referral that, you know, roundabout referral from the cashier who's never trained with me, just knows me and likes me. So um, that helped a lot. But other than that, man, just testimonials, referrals, and that's been the biggest thing that's helped me kind of get to where I'm at right now. Awesome. Yeah. I've talked about that before in the past. I think what you're talking about with a nutrition shop is what I call reciprocal referral program or reciprocal referral relationship. And it's, you can tie yourself to a nutrition shop, to a massage therapist, to a chiropractor that send you referrals. And that that's like, you're leaning off of their professionalism because they're referring their clients to you. And so they are entrusting in you that you have, you're going to provide the value to that and the results to your, to their clients as well. So, right. Now, so what are your, some of your goals and your projections for your business? Goals and projections, man. Um, well, to be honest with you, I'm kind of moving um, towards the virtual training like we were talking about before the call. Yeah. Um, I do right now boot camps, personal training. I do fitness blogging, you know, for websites. I, I pretty much touch on it all. Um, and, and then the, the online training. I'm going more towards online training right now um, as far as projections uh just be straight up honest every every year that i've been in business including the time i was doing part-time um you know my my revenue for my business is doubled and actually nice. one of my good buddies who was a who was a um he was an entrepreneur in the uh, exotic car industry good buddy of mine he was telling me he's like every year you should double your goal so i'm trying to double you know what i'm going to do and i'm not sure if that's good business practice or what but it's worked like out it. <laughs> the past three years so i'm just like you know what that works so 
Um, I'm, I'm trying to do that and I'm trying to go more virtual because again, I am from Iowa and I spent, you know, three years that I've been down here and I've been back home twice, you know? So it's like, yeah. So I, you know, I appreciate, I love my clients. I love everybody that I work with, but allowing me more freedom to kind of go back and not, um, be stuck in one spot necessarily, uh, because, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it, you're just tied to the spot pretty much. So, um, that's probably the one thing that I'm trying to do is get a little bit more virtual. That way I have more freedom to kind of go as I please and see my family back home a lot more. But, um, you know, obviously travel and stuff like that's cool too, but, yeah. um, that's my, that's my major goal is to be able to get back home a little bit more than I have been. Um, but as far as projections, you mean like finance, like, uh, like, a just like, well, you're just like what you're talking about going towards online, maybe having a little more, um, location freedom. Right. Income, yeah. obviously, you're looking to double your income. I mean, all those things are, are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, pretty much pretty much those things, man. And, and I think that, uh, you know, especially with the online market, I mean, you can reach so many people. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I've, I've had clients in the UK. I've had, I have a client right now in Oregon. I have a client um, back home, a couple back home, uh, a couple that live like down the block and they just don't, yeah. don't have yeah. time to meet with me. So we do online and... Um, so yeah, that's pretty much my projections. I'm really excited about it because it is going very well. Um, and another big thing that I would recommend any coach to do is to get a coach, to get yeah, a coach. That's been the biggest thing that has helped me. Um, I mean, I've worked with several coaches now, so yeah, you know, you're going to find one coach that might, you know, I know I said, find one source and follow what they're saying. And yeah. I, I will say for that, you know, when I'm with a coach, I'm, I'm listening to their content. I'm doing what they say and following their system you know, of course, with my own background, with my own practice, but yeah. as far as business goes, that's changed a ton of stuff, whether it be Absolutely. from just pushing you, you know, if imagine if guys like us had trainers, you know, we push ourselves in the gym. Yeah. If we had a trainer, it'd be insane, you know, but because they would push us past our, our limits, whatever we think our limits are, you know? Yeah. And so when you have a coach, they'll, they'll force you to kind of do things like start doing videos on Facebook, start yeah, uh, yeah. doing lives, start, uh, you know, putting out some, some posts. I need, I'm looking for five guys that are trying to build muscle, you know, and things that you're not used to doing or feeling comfortable doing it kind of, you kind of in your head, you're like, okay, this person who's, is doing what I want to do is successful doing what I want to do is telling me to do this. I kind of thought it was a good idea before, but now he's saying it, he or she is saying it. So I think it's a good idea. I might as well do it, you know, right. might as well go for it and kind of push you over the, the limit, push you past your threshold of what you're comfortable with. And right. inside our comfort zones where we, that's the anti-growth, right? You got to get, yeah. get out of that comfort zone to see the big, massive growth. And, you know, that's shown in, in the revenue that's been doubling every single year since they've had the business. So Absolutely. I think too, like in this profession, we get caught up in, you know, the daily grind or a lot of us are maybe tackling our businesses alone and it can be right. a very, entrepreneurship can be very lonely. So when, and when you have a coach or a network of other fitness professionals that you can bounce ideas off of that you are know that you have a support system that are going to hold you accountable. It's similar to like personal training, like your client comes in, they're uncertain, but they know they've got a coach. They know that that a coach is going to hold them accountable. What it is that their specific goals are. That's exactly what a business coach or getting into some sort of inner circle of people that are in the same boat as you that have the same goals and aspirations as well. So. Yeah, no, hundred. I mean, absolutely, because you're you feel like you feel the motivation. I mean, even if you're not, 
even if you feel like maybe you're not getting as much value or maybe like, oh, I kind of knew that information already. You see other people posting, you know, Hey, I just, you know, I just got another, another client or, Hey, I tried, you know, posting this and I was super nervous, but it worked and, you know, people really resonated with it. And, um, just seeing other people's success, it makes you want to do that and even more. Yeah, absolutely. Just like you just said, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Now, for somebody that's looking to get into the industry, that's in the industry, do you have any additional golden nuggets or words of wisdom for them? I would say um, in most cases for anybody who's trying to get into business or anybody that wants to do this, number one, make sure that it's something that you actually really enjoy doing, working with people. Um, Make sure that it's something you really, really want to do because you'll be tested a lot um, because there's going to be clients or days or times where you feel like, um, things are difficult. Again, entrepreneurship is lonely. Make no mistake. Like it's not at times it can be lonely. You know, it's very rewarding on the flip side, but, um, and in those times, if you're not doing it for the right reasons and you haven't like fully defined, this is what I want to do, then it's going to be hard to continue because you're not in it for a concrete reason. Um, and I would say along with that, number two is establish your goals. Make sure that you have like a set goal, like you can't see it, but on my, on my door, I have pinned up my, my yearly goals right there. And then on my calendar over here, I have my monthly goals, yeah. which all they're reverse engineered. Like I'm going to make this much money. That means I got to make this much per month. If I want to get, you know, X amount of clients per year, I added this much per month. So to find what your goal is as far as like long-term yeah. and then short-term and just reverse engineer that that's the simplest way to make it, to, to, to see the vision and go for it because that's then you're attacking specific things. Um, and then lastly, just realize it's not going to happen in one swing. The first swing is not most likely the first swing is not going to be the the home run swing. You're you might hit a bunt, you might strike out, you might get hit by the pitch. Like there's a million things that could happen on the first, second, third, fourth, fifth swing. But if you have those little goals, like I talked about, you'll feel little wins, you know, you'll feel like, okay, I got those little wins. Good. And that's going to keep you going. That's going to keep you feeling like, I'm making progress because if you just look at that big long-term goal, I got to lose that hundred pounds, you know, and I'm two months in, I'm only 10 pounds down. You got, you got five (laughs) pounds a month down, man. That's great. You know, and I got to remind my clients that all the time. So that's something that I practice all the time because you know, it is, it's a journey. It's not just one swing of the bat. I'm here. We often see guys like yourself, you know, he's got a podcast, he's doing great things. Yeah. You know, you started somewhere too. So absolutely. You know, and you got a you got a long story, I'm sure, to to tell. And so it's uh yeah, I'd say those three things for sure. If you yeah, guys I love that. Do that. I love that. So basically the the goal setting program I talk about all the time, I talk about an easy system of goal setting. It's goal, strategy, action. That's exactly what exactly what you're doing. Your big goal, your strategy of how you're gonna achieve that goal, and then taking daily action to achieve those goals that you have set for yourself. So I love right. that. And then also I love the um singles, you know. Hitting singles is going to eventually get you runs, right? Just like right. in a regular baseball game. And small wins creates confidence, and that's what keeps you moving forward. I think, too, as a business owner, when you're getting started, you're going to make mistakes. I mean, I'm sure you've made mistakes. I know I've made mistakes, and I talk about them all the time. One of my mistakes I made is I started a second location like five years into my business in, that, <laughs> in my hometown, thinking that it was going to be this awesome thing. And I ended up working twice as hard and having trouble finding trainers. And it was a complete disaster and Yikes. closed that and then refocused on my business. But I mean, those are mistakes that, I've, I, that you make, but you learn from. And like 
now I have systems in place that if I were to open up a second location, it would fly because I have the systems in place that I didn't have at that time. Right, right. That's, that's, that's a big insight early on to hit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so anyhow, I want to thank you so much for your time. I mean, you just dropped, provided so much value to the audience. And how can the audience connect with you, Tyler? Yeah, man. Well, I want to say thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Um, but uh, on Instagram, uh, at Guzzo Fitness, um, Facebook, just my personal page, Tyler Guzzo. And um, I got a YouTube channel, nothing crazy, but that's Tyler Guzzo as well. So they can nice. reach out. If they have any questions, I'd be happy to answer. And uh, again, man, thanks for having me on. It's been fun. So Absolutely. I will include those links in the show notes. Hey, if you guys are in the trenches, fitness business owners, and you want to actually be on this podcast, just like Tyler, go to www.fitprobusiness.com back forward slash breakthrough and schedule your time to have the interview just like Tyler and provide value to other personal trainers that are looking to get in the industry. Tyler, again, I want to thank you for your time and all the value you provided. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Fit Pro Business Podcast with your host, Andy Salazar. Don't forget to visit fitprobusiness.com to receive your free 30-minute business breakthrough session.